0: Love radio sisters in spirit affectionately called sis is a nurturing environment for women that inspires harmony in everyday living shares resources that inspire offers information and support that nourishes the soul balances our mental and physical well-being and promotes inner peace and heightened spirituality our vision is a world in which women live consciously harmoniously and spiritually to impact in a positive manner our lives and the lives of those with whom we come in contact. Join us, sisters, as we live life with style, grace, and, of course, much joy. Good evening and welcome to Sisters in Spirit on Thursday, February 25th. I'm Skye, and I'm here with our co-host, Raisa, and our sis associate, Mel Rose. Good evening, ladies. How are you this evening. Good Good evening. evening. well. Good. How are you, Melrose? Doing awesome. Thank you. Wonderful. This evening we're going to be talking about building your business and your personal brand. And we have a guest speaker with us this evening, Lee Karaoke, who will talk to us further. We're going to start off our show this evening by going to our blog. And since our topic is dealing with building your brand and building your business, we posed a couple of questions on our blog. Does your business have a brand identity? And do you think building your brand is important to your success? Share your thoughts. But before we get into our blog any further, we're going to ask Mel Rose if she will introduce our speaker, and we'll start the conversation with Lee.
1: Good evening, everyone. Um, I... Um Want to welcome you to the show. If you have been following us here on Blog Talk Radio along with Facebook, then you know that one of the core tenets of Sisters in Spirit is to share resources uh, that empower. Um, so as That's exactly what we intend to do tonight, and as we continue to grow our inspiration circle, I'm excited um, to introduce our guest speaker um, for tonight. He's a social media guru, an author, and the founder of the Unemployment Dojo. Mr. Lee Karaoke is here to discuss with us tonight, building um, your business and personal brand. So without further ado, Mr. Lee Karaoke, how are you tonight?
2: I'm fine. I'm fine. Very fine. Thank you for having me on the show.
1: Thank you for joining us tonight. Now, um, your blog site, the Unemployment Dojo, um, is designed to to be a network for people um, to visit, and they can come and express their personal stories um, involving unemployment and job loss. Um, right. One thing one thing that you discuss in great detail um, on your site is branding. Um, And just to simply put a definition out there of branding, it is simply setting yourself apart from the competition. So why don't you just jump right in and tell our listeners and our audience tonight why branding is so important.
2: Okay, well, branding branding is mostly important. The core reason why you're always going to brand your, yourself and your products or whatever it is you do is because branding is really a way of, of selling out your DNA, what you believe in, your core values. And, um, and, and no one else could do the same thing the same way. You know, two people can't do this. There's always like a, a soul difference. And so um, when you actually brand, that's, that brings out your core beliefs, what, what really you're made of, what your DNA is made of. And and um, it it also brings out a distinct purpose. Like, what is your purpose? You know, that's also communicated in when when you're building up a brand. It's also timeless. It, it's a way of showing that you know whatever you believe in, it's not it's not short lived. It's something that you believe in. You know, today, tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, it's always going to be who you are. And and most important, it's it's a way of building relationships. You know, um, uh, whether you're doing business or you know it's a personal uh, personal. Uh, um, a, a, a personal relationship—it's—it's it's all about connecting with the people, that you're building the, the the brand that you're actually building. It's—it's it's a true way of connecting with the people that that uh, you engage in or you engage with.
1: Right. So when you're connecting, it seems like um, you know now more than ever, even the larger companies out there are trying to tap into that personal approach and connect with their consumers and with their audiences. So tell us. Um, why is it that large companies are reaching out and using you know social networking sites like Facebook and Twitter to reach consumers um, with exclusive offers and deals? Why do you think now more than ever um, large companies are using these um, Approaches.
2: Yeah, well one one of the reasons why companies are starting to use these strategies is because they missed out completely on the social media network. You know, uh what happened is when, when so when social media networks came out like Facebook and, and MySpace when it first came out, major corporations were looking at these at these social media networks as just a place for uh, teenage uh, girls and boys who talk about after class programs you know, and they never knew that this these networks were actually going to explode to 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 the to the um to the uh, the scalability of what they are today so a lot of these a lot of these companies actually really missed out and and now that they feel like oh my goodness and and most of the times actually these teenagers weren 't really talking about like what was the uh, what 's the after school program or whatever they were really talking about the products on the market and um and the company saw that there was a huge opportunity, you know, uh, to actually connect with your customers and give them, you know, what you really believe in as a way of connecting and promoting sales for the major companies. And and now you see, like, every company. As a matter of fact, just the other day, um, uh, Facebook Facebook overtook, overtook Google as the number one advertising uh, site on the Internet, you know. Um, as far as buying ad traffic and getting people to see your product, more niche products, get more attention to your product, and 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 getting uh, cheaper advertising. Facebook killed Google.
1: Right. So it sounds like word of mouth is still very strong, and in, in, in light of this, the digital age that we're living in, companies and corporations have have realized that at the very simplistic level, this is the way to go. Um, to actually spread um, their brand and their image out there, so tell Correct. me um, what what are there any particular trends um, or core values right now that you're seeing in branding? Um, what are you seeing a lot of companies um, running with are there any patterns um, out there right now?
2: yeah in in my perspective, this is something you know from just looking at trends and and trying to to actually predict what the future holds is. A lot of a lot of people have lost a lot of hope in, in in the Fortune 500 companies. Number one, because they were mismanaged. You know, a lot of people are out of jobs. A lot of people are angry. So a lot of people are resulting to what days of depression. People went back to dealing with the mom and pop shops in the corner. So marketing today, even branding, is going to be more personalized. So meaning that if you have a people skills, if you have a connection with the people, not only in your community. Even on the internet, if you could, could clearly, you know, define what your purpose is, and more important, a way of connecting with the people emotionally, you have a better chance of actually killing your business. You know, like absolutely, you know, ranking up there. You know, because today I think everything is going to be more personalized. Where people are, go- it's it's the it's the power of connecting with people, not just connecting with technology like they used to do it back in the day. Um, it's it's all about connecting with people. Second. It's it's about uh, finding a purpose. You know, the more purposeful and uh, the purposeful your business is, the, the 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 more the more likely you're actually going to 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 uh, dominate your 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 competition. You're going to kill your competition, and um, you know. Then there's also the whole aspect of of niche. You know, you want to dig deeper into your niche. Let's say, for example, you're into um, something weird. You know, like crocheting or, you know, cooking rice, you know, those okay. are businesses. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm just giving an example, okay. you know, something that's, that's cliche, like not too many people are out there. There's a community out there that's looking for a niche like that. And it's easy for you to dominate that as a brand compared to, you know, um, other brands where it's very, very competitive, like internet marketing, you know? Mm-hmm. So the more niche, the deeper you dig into your niche, uh, the more, the more you, you come out as a stronger brand. Um, um that's and, and and then of course finally uh there's also the whole aspect of um of um of being able to 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 get to to the to the actual the competition first you know at the end of the day it's who gets there first is is considered more authentic you know and let's say for example you came out with a very crazy idea and actually the crazy idea the, the more likely you're going to cash in. So don't be scared. I think a lot of times we're dominated by fear and we're like, oh, I don't know if this is actually going to be successful. I don't know if this is going to. And it's something probably you have a strong feeling, a strong vibration about. I say go for it. Go for it. And, and now you're in a position to actually cash in and make it a, into a career more than ever before.
3: You know, there was a a story on NPR today where they were talking about a woman who was into re-knitting, so she would take an old object like a sweater and re-knit it into a scarf or something like that. So she established a unique niche. She's an innovator. Now that she's gone out there, done it, and established a brand, other people will be looking to do the same thing. But because she was out there first and has that presence, People exactly. before someone else. So as you said, don't be afraid to kick off a brand new idea that might seem a little different. You gotta be an innovator.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And um and the more innovative you are, the more creative you are. We're in a we're in a society where you know, you could test your innovation with very minimal dollars. You know, you could you could go start a a register a website, create a blog and just have a video or even just to write about what it is that you're trying to put together, you know. And uh, with, with less than $20, you could test your market and see, you know, and see what the response is with just $20, you know. And, and you have Twitter and Facebook, and you could roll, roll with the punches with even the greatest of the greatest, you know. So today it's, it's, it's very different. You know, business has changed absolutely like 100%. It's not the way we were taught business or we learned business from, oh, you know, you had to do this and you had to do that. In, in instant, you know, like overnight, you can, you can completely, you know, crush your market. Because the
3: Internet has made it a level playing field. It has. A small business person can enter the market at low cost. And so that high cost barrier for advertising has gone away. Right. And the economy changed in today, and you've got so many people out of work. We all have these opportunities now to say, hey, what do I really want to do with my life? What is my life work, and what is my purpose? How can I make money from that? And so here's the opportunity. to get on the Internet, develop that brand, and move forward with your life's purpose. Right. I mean, despite the
1: volatility out there in the job market, now it seems like there is opportunity for you to walk into your purpose and, honestly, your dream. So we're saying tonight, you know, use the social networking sites to your advantage and get your brand out there because these tools are there for you to use um, to your full advantage. So, Lee, um, on, on your site, Unemployment Dojo, you actually discuss um, generosity, and you talk about why companies are actually giving their products away for free. Tell me what they have to benefit and gain um, from this generosity, from giving away um, free items.
2: Okay, well, it's, it's, it's one of the biggest, oldest marketing strategies, but now it's, it's because of the Internet. Companies are actually now being forced than ever before to start using this strategy because the Internet is leveraging everything. You know, it's, it's, just, it's just leveraging everything, really. You know, products that used to be produced for an arm and a leg now are actually literally going for close to, you know, pennies on a dollar or, or free. You know, and so what companies are doing is they're giving out information. You know, information is usually the most important asset in a company. So what they're doing is information, and Google has harnessed that whole thing about making information to be free. So um, as a strategy, it's number one. The reason why they're giving out these uh, information free is first of all to to kill your competition. If your competition is selling, if your competition is selling um, is selling is selling uh, products for. If your competition is selling products, let's say an info product for about ten dollars and you're giving it out for free, you know, you're killing your market. Absolutely. Number two, it's a way of creating trust. You know, you create trust by giving away free. Your customer is amazed by, oh my goodness, this person is giving out this information for free. This information is is amazing. You, you could charge for this, you know, but he's giving it out for free. You know, so you create a a, a connection with your market by giving out information for free. And um, number three, um, it's, it's, also, it's also to show that, you're, that you believe in abundance, you know, you believe in abundance. Now, giving out information for free doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to capitalize. You could capitalize on something different, a complimentary product or an advertising or something different. It just doesn't mean that you're going to capitalize on that information that you're giving out for free, you know. Like, um, and, it's and, and, and not it's, really
3: free. You're going to gain your money or source of income somewhere else.
2: A hundred, Exactly, and and a hundredfold, a hundredfold, I guarantee you, things come up. You know, giving out information for free, it's like calm, it's like karma. There's a lot of people who actually use that that uh, strategy to actually make a living. You know, um, um, uh, this guy, what's his name, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. This he started out just uh, sampling wines on the internet. That's all he did. For two years, he sampled wines on the Internet in front of a video camera, and today he's worth almost $60 million. You know, All he did was just sit there and sample wines, and he crushed. Uh, he was going up against one of the oldest wine lab libraries on, on the Internet where they had um, information that you had to pay for and stuff like that, but he completely crushed that market because he was giving out information for free. As a result of that, he got a book deal. He got uh, speaking engagements. He got so many other things, you know, and um, and it, it's it's a new strategy. It's karma, and eventually that's what all the other companies are going to have to, to they're going to be forced to, to 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 um to do is give out information for free. Internet is crushing, you know, the the whole idea of selling information. It's it's killing it, and and I think the earlier you realize that. Uh, the more you get in tune and start getting creative of how you can capitalize either on advertising, speaking engagements, or something else, and uh, you'll come out on top.
3: Yeah, and consultants have been using that for a while. They'll say, I'll give you a 15-minute, or even a psychic, uh 15-minute consultation for free, right. and then because you get so engrossed in the information, you're interested to learn more, you're going to pay right. for that next segment.
2: Right.
0: Okay, let me take a moment to welcome our listeners. You're listening to Sisters in Spirit this Thursday evening, and we're here with special guest, Lee Karaoke, and our discussion this evening is about building your business and building your brand. Um, I want to welcome listeners who may be on the line. If you'd like to ask a question or join the discussion, please press the number one, and your hand will go up, so we will recognize you by calling the last four digits of your phone number. Let me give you the call-in number. Our call-in number is 347-838-9886. And if you'd like to call in and join the discussion, press the number 1, and we'll see your hand go up, and then we'll recognize you by calling the last four digits of your phone number. And we're here again with uh, co-host Raisa, our assist associate Melrose, I'm Skye, And you're here with our special guest, Lee Karaoke. Okay, I do see a hand up. We're going to try to take a call right now. Hello, you're here on the air with Sisters in Spirit and Lee Karaoke. Please give us your name, and we're talking to phone number 4649. Oh, hi. My name is Roxanne Richardson of
4: Sweet Tooth Fairy Gift Baskets and i um just I, I'm really um pleased that you guys are having this conversation because I've been trying to um, do some uh, networking with Facebook in fact, I have a page uh, for my uh, gift baskets on uh, Facebook, and I was just thinking about um, some marketing ideas and, and and you're talking about giving things away free or um, discounting um um uh, products, and I'm just thinking maybe that might be something that I, I you know, want to try and see how it works for me. I don't okay. have, I'm branding my product, my gift baskets. There's nothing that I do that's totally different from what everybody else, uh, anybody else is doing because I have the chocolate baskets, the gourmet baskets, you know, wine baskets, or, you know, for special occasions or, or bereavement and that type of thing. So I'm just trying to figure out how to just push it out there.
0: Well, Roxanne, um, thank you for calling in, and you bring up an important point. Now, with branding, it's not necessarily that, well, the first thing we need to look at is simply what is branding, and it's basically the, the face of your company that you want to show to the world, your identity that you want to put forth. So it's not necessarily going to be the types of basket that you have, it's going to be When people look at your company, when they look at Sweet Tooth Fairy, what do they see? What do they see in your um, company name? What do they see in the consistency? Okay. What do they see? Also, what emotion do they get from you? When you're interacting with your clients, what are you giving them that's intangible? What emotion? Are you building trust with them? Do they know they're going to get a quality product when they come to you? So it goes beyond a little bit more than your product because there's always going to be a number of people out there selling the same thing that you're selling. But what you have to do is look at your business. Uh, you might want to set up a, a branding session or something like that. But look at your business and see what it is that you bring to the table, that you bring to the industry that's going to set you apart from your competition. And it's going to be those intangible things. It's also going to yes. be staying out there in front through social networking like um, Lee um, spoke about earlier and, um, yeah. you know, those types of things. But, you know, those are other issues that you need to consider along with your products. And, Lee, did you have Now, you know what, then, yeah. and I found a negative part of
4: social networking, too. I, I joined this LinkedIn. But I find right. out that I'm just running across a lot of perverts, you know, who would trying to tap my site and, and emailing me or, or, or uh, you know, contacting me. And I'm just saying, well, wait a minute, this is not what I wanted to do
2: with this. <laughs> No yeah. Well, yeah, just, just, I'm sorry, just to add to that, uh, another very, very strong way of really, really separating yourself, and I'm not seeing a lot of companies do this, is telling your personal story. Your personal story is what really creates your brand. I'm, I meant to add this early on, but it slipped my mind. Just telling your story is a way of connecting with your pe- with with, the, with your with your prospects, with the people who are probably going to buy uh, the stuff that you're selling. Uh, you know, um, telling them like, how did you start? How did you come up with this a whole idea of start doing baskets? What's the emotional story? Uh, I remember there was a book, um, there was a book that um, uh, what's the name? This lady, um, this lady that Oprah sure, really you know, loved.
4: Probably Shirley George Fraser. She's kind of uh, out of New Jersey. She does a lot on gift basket. I mean, no,
2: maybe. no, no, uh, no, no. She was doing a cooking thing. Um, um, I forget her name. She's in North Carolina now.
4: Rachel.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, she. Uh, you know. Um, she, you know, she sang Why the Why the Bird the Bird Sings or something like that. I, I, uh, oh, 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 My okay. Angelo. My Angelo. My Angelo. My Angelo. When My Angelo put out a cookbook. When she put out a cookbook. The best way she branded that cookbook was by telling each individual story. It wasn't even about the cooking. You know, it was more about the story, the story behind the cooking. And that really connected with people.
3: Tide doesn't – Tide is a laundry detergent. Do they really clean better than other detergents? I mean, that's questionable. What we do know is that they have a very strong brand, and they market it clean, Tide clean. So you associate Tide with clean. So right. when somebody thinks about yeah. their basket, they think about something warm and fuzzy and gifted.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Right. You know, and, and if, you, um, if you could give, like, a couple of steps, Lee, that um, right. maybe Roxanne could take, um, the first thing that I would come up with is to, um, and you, I think you touched on this earlier, to do some preliminary thinking about your company. Uh, create right. a mission statement and a vision statement to give you a starting point. And you mentioned earlier your core values. What are your core values for your company and your product? Right. What are your goals for your company and your product? And decide right. what it is that you, what face do you want to put forth to the consumer, to the world about your company? So that's one way to get started. And then some, right. what are some of the other steps that you would recommend that she take to, you know, really start the branding process for her business or anyone else that's? Ready. Yeah,
2: uh, your core your core values, and then after that, tell your personal story, you know, tell me your personal story. Uh, number three, also coin a word that is, is, you know, like Nike, you know, just do it. Every When you hear just do it, you don't even think twice. You already know that's Nike or, you know, um, I'm loving it. You already know that's McDonald's, you know. So coin a word that will be a, a true reflection that, you know, of, of who you are and what you stand for. And then um, next, you know, build a list. Build a list of prospects. And the best way to build a list is to, to first of all, go down. It's it's more of a psychological thing. You sit down and with a piece of paper, and you think of your best clients, your best customer? What would your best customer do when you offer them your product? Well, how would he respond, you know? How would he or she buy whatever it is you're offering? You know, you ask yourself these questions and you, you will have a better marketing strategy and probably even um, uh, create, even when you, uh, when you communicate, your, your best client will probably be able to connect with you because you already uh, thought about your best client and you thought about everything. That's, uh, everything. You, you kind of pre-thought about everything that your best client would do and um And I've seen that to be pretty effective uh with with some of the marketing strategies that I get into
0: You also want to do and you alluded to this earlier do the research on your competitor you know look mm-hmm. at, for- com- examine your competitor, look at what they're doing and what what they do well and what they don't do well in terms of their right. branding what they offer look at their face to the public and analyze right. it, and then that'll help you also with analyzing what you're trying to do. Because you'll you know have done some research on your competitor as well, and right. consider what it is that you have to offer that you can make different from what everybody else offers. Absolutely,
2: that that is yeah that that is that is so. I mean I'm touched by that word different because today it's not even about um it's not even about uh, who's better. It's all about who's different because better or excellent you could be the best but you're not getting that attention. So if you're different. Just being different will, will definitely get you some, uh, some attention. Mm-hmm.
3: It's a level playing field. I mean, you yeah. don't
0: have to be a big company. You can be an individual now.
2: Another right.
0: thing we can look at, you know, when we're building a brand is, um, you know, like your collateral pieces. Uh, when, what, what are you doing with your business cards? You know, when you're giving out your business cards, are, are, do, do they look the same? Are they the best quality that you can afford? Uh, your right. uh when you have flyers. Is your look consistent throughout all of those things? Because that's yeah. going to help build recognition for your company right. in the market. And those are the kind of things, and it, they don't have to be expensive to start off with, but those are the kind of things you want to make sure you have that consistent look and feel so that every yeah. time they see Sweet Tooth Fairy gift baskets, they're going to get the same, you know, they're going to know what you stand for, they're going to know who you are, what you stand for, and what they're going to get from you. So they're going to be able to make that emotional connection to you as well as a visual connection to you. And, sure. if, I could,
1: and if I could chime in um, really quickly, another point, Lee, that you brought up is simplicity, mm-hmm. making your brand concise and crystal clear. Yes. Let's not right. discount that at all. Let's not, you know, convolute your, your message and your brand. Let's make it clear and that's to the right. point, and um, that way your, your customers, they know what they're getting every time. Let's not discount um, the power of simplicity right. either.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's yeah. very true, because if you look at yeah. all the major brands out there, they are very simple. I mean, their right. logo is simple and straightforward. You know who they are as soon as you see this it, simple. And so their wording is simple and straightforward, so that is very powerful. And it's easy yeah. to remember as well.
4: Okay. Yeah, all of those are great um, things, uh,
0: great uh, points.
4: And, I, uh, you know, I don't have problems with people seeing it, and uh, it's just bringing in the new people because the people that I have already, you know, most of everything I have is word of mouth, you know, so and and my internet I do more just by word of mouth than I do actually by my internet you know uh site so but yeah but just trying to make that work <laughs>
1: Well, if you would, um, please leave us any comments or questions that you have in our chat room. Um, There's also Mm -hmm. contact information for uh, Mr. Lee Karaoke, um, and he does do um, a lot of site and traffic optimization, search engine optimization. So you can find our contact information after the show today, um, and we can um, reach out to you. All Mm -hmm. right, and thank you
0: guys so much. Um, Thank you, Lee Karaoke. Mm -hmm.
2: You're welcome. You're welcome.
0: One of the things right, that, that Roxanne brought up was um, was really interesting, too, that you you do have, say, your company, you have a core uh, group of uh, customers, of clients, and you need to get out there and create a demand for your company. So what are some of the suggestions for doing that? Um, grassroots marketing. Okay, we know the Internet is available. What are some, like, simple steps that the average business owner, small business owner in particular, can take to start generating um, business and generating demand for their company.
2: Well, um, there's also another, it's it's more psychological. Uh, you know, so, some internet marketers use this, you know, a scarcity of your product. You know, you you create a hype and then once you create the hype, you kind of almost, like, uh, this is what some marketers do. They, they'll create a hype and then, They'll 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 build in scarcity into the product so that the product is not just available anytime you want it, and that creates a major demand. You know the law of demand and supply. Um, and then um, and then there's the, also the other thing of time frame. You know, and even major companies do this. They put a time frame like this, like you know, when you're putting your your your, your specials or you're putting your discounts, you make sure that the discount is at a limited time frame. And and more important. Um, um, uh, you know, scarce, you know, like if you don't get this by now, you know, it's going to be gone, gone and gone for good. And and one of the psychological uh, uh, sentences, it's, it's not a sentence it's saying, it's something that I learned um, is that, you know, people are more scared of losing something than actually gaining the benefit of that same thing. People are more scared of losing something than gaining the benefit of that same thing. So put it like this, if there's a sale, that's going to end in two days, people are more scared of losing that sale than actually buying buying that that so buying that um buying that that product and actually getting the benefit so they'd rather act on it and sometimes I mean it's happened to me you know I've, I've bought stuff before, not that I really needed it it's just that uh, the company the, the the companies did a very good marketing job and and put scarcity and, and made it like you know like oh, if I missed out on this, i'm missing out on something really Absolutely. big you know so, so and i'm sorry and and that's a major marketing strategy that people use a lot of companies use and if companies are using it you know i'm i'm, I'm thinking you know you can also factor in you don't have to do it in, in a mean way you know some people put in you know you could factor in just in a subtle way just to get people to to to, to look at your at, at your product in in a different way, and then there's also the price. You know, the price. Now you have to be very careful about this. Some companies will use the price advantage. Now, say two two products are on the, on a shelf, you don't know which one to take. A lot of times, psychology dictates that you will go, you will deem the more expensive one to be more authentic. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah, and exactly. and that's also another psychological thing that people use. You know to create demand. Some people will just put price as the only defining factor of why you would demand to have this product over that month. And you know? so, so, so yeah, these are a few of the tips, you know, you could, you could factor in. And, and, you know, just even me talking about them, you know, people don't like that I'm, I'm, I'm putting in all that information out there because, you know, it's, it's really it's, it's a tactic that companies are using all the time. They use this all the time.
3: You teach it in school. I mean, that's what you learn in marketing in school. Yeah. Um, and, and when you're developing your own brand, you have to decide what, how, what you want to do. Do you want quantity or do you want quality? So if Absolutely. you want to get a lot of people, then you're going to go for the 19.99. But 99 if you, right. you can sell that exact same product at 99 99 or 299 right. Just go for a different market, you have less people and, you know, right. potentially make more money. So it's right. up to you to decide what niche you fall into with your product. Right. Well, I, I just want to bring it back and
1: just talking about Sisters in Spirit um, being a network um, for and, you know, about women and we are fostering the entrepreneurial spirit of women in business. Let's discuss um, the importance. Of, of branding in relation to the, um, I guess, exponential um, purchasing power that women have um, in their respective households? How does that sure. relate? Um, where do you see branding as it relates to the enormous purchasing power that women have and how can um, entrepreneurs tap into that, I guess, more feminine side um, when they're trying to brand their product?
2: yeah actually that's a very good question because I was looking at um there's a book you know I read a lot there's this book that I'm actually reading, and it's called why she buys you know and and this book is talking about like um you know a, a lot of the products there's a niche in this you know a lot of the products that are actually being put out today are really forgetting or even though even though they're not forgetting they they they're kind of not marketing it and marketing out their products with with the whole uh, 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 with the whole uh, uh, ven- ven- the, the whole vocabulary of targeting the woman you know um I think like you see like cars you see like houses and all these things according to this book, the book is talking about like uh even even electronics, you know, you, you find they're putting out electronics, let's say like the iPod, which was supposed to be smaller to, to cater for, for the woman, but it's really not communicating it like that. It's talking about more technical stuff, like eight gigs and stuff like that, which is really a turnoff. I'm not saying there's no women that uh, can dig, uh, um, you know, can understand more, you know, the the, the jargon. But at the same time, if you're going to market, there's there's some lingo. There's uh, certain aspects of your brand of of your marketing that you have to introduce to your brand. Let's say one thing is like when you start um, when you start marketing things, you start uh, 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 thinking about universal because you know like let's say instead of marketing to just the woman or just one individual, you start thinking of of the family, the kids, you know. And, and that's a major. There's a major niche in that. You know, there's a major niche when you start thinking about because most women will will not just, if, especially the ones in families, won't really think in 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 uh, in, in 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 the singular form. Uh, they most of the times will will, th- will their buying decisions will be induced by okay, there's a kid or there's a husband or there's a boyfriend or there's a mother or you know there's a brother. It's always universal. You, you see what I mean? You know, so there's there's a major niche in that where we, uh, companies are not targeting, or even if they're targeting, they're not uh, communicating that whole aspect in in their brand. So if you come out with that brand where you're you're, you're actually you're you're, you're you're communicating, if you if you're, if your brand is actually targeted at women, because eventually you look at most of the buying decisions, there's a lot of. Women today, in, in purchasing, it's it's over a billion dollars. They 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 um influence a lot of buying decisions. A lot of men actually buy things based on what women like or what women would be attracted to, you know. So it's only fair we start building in building that in that that those facts into our branding.
3: And that's our motto at this is in Spirit: When you touch the woman, you touch the world. You touch the family, right. and that circle just ripples and ripples and ripples.
2: Absolutely.
1: Awesome. So, Lee, tell us more, if you want to talk um, more about the Unemployment Dojo, um, you know, now you have the the stage to do so. Any upcoming projects and, and uh, uh, things that you're working on um, now and in the future?
2: Yeah. So, well, right now, uh, the Unemployment Dojo was really created to not only give out information for free, where, you know, I shoot videos almost every day, and, and I put out... Um, I, I I go research and then whatever I get, I just put it out there for free. So I got I have a lot of people that are mad at me, you know. But it's all good. I think sometimes when you when you decide to do something and no one is mad at you, you know, then maybe you're not doing the right thing, you know. But um, I you know, so I, I just I just do it just to help people. Whoever's interested, that information is out there. So the main reason why I created the unemployment dojo is number one is is to hear people's stories. I think like um. I think there's a, there's a there's a whole lot of people who have a whole bunch of stories that are not giving out their stories because there's no forum out there for people to communicate their stories for people to tell to tell uh, uh to tell the world their stories of what it feels like to be unemployed what what are the fears what what you know what 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 are um what are the challenges you have to face you know um what the, what 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 do you plan on doing next you know uh, and, and there's a lot of people and I think like it's not just in the world some of the and in fact some of the people that are really you know supposed to be taking care of this unemployment situation a lot of them some of them don't really feel the pain of what it what it's like to be out there and be hungry and not know where your rent is going to come from you have a family you know and I think people when you get I, I created this firm so people could actually give those stories so we could put those stories out to the world not just for this generation but for future generations, so our kids can look back because this is i, I don't look at this as a, as a recession, I look at this as a depression you know and and um I think you know I think it's you know it's going to get better eventually you know i'm always hopeful, but for now, we need to call it like it is, and give out your story i 'm reaching out to people just to put their stories on there, tell me what it's like, tell me what you 're going to do, you know tell us what we're going to do, and we could compile all these stories and put out a book where you know, some of the proceeds can actually go back to helping, you know, uh, helping people are, are most are most uh, in, in in dire straits and and need this help most. You know, because I'm telling, you, there's a lot of people. I I've, I've been getting a, a couple of emails where you know you you read some of those emails and you're like, wow, you know, I, I wish there was something I could personally do. The best thing I could do is just reach out right now and and just get the stories. You know, and and, and, and I, I mean- believe.
3: I like the comment that you made on your site. You said unemployment may be scary, yet with a forum in place, your forum, the dojo, it it becomes nothing short of a simple transition. So you have support to get you through that.
2: Right, right. And that's all it is. You know, it's just a transition. I think the, the biggest thing is that we're, we're so accustomed to something, we're used to certain behaviors. It's just it's like the ego. You know, the ego sometimes will capture you and it'll want to be identified with something. And once you change mannerisms and the ego now is all of a sudden doesn't have any identity, it feels sad. It feels scary. It feels, um, it creates paranoia. But really, it's not that bad. It's just that it's, 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 it's a change. It's a transition. That's all. It's just a transition. But still, there's still a lot of people that are paranoid There's people even working today who are still paranoid you know and 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 I think that paranoia will stop you from doing a lot of things you know it will stop you when you concentrate you put your energies on the paranoia it'll stop you from doing a lot of things, and we don't need to focus on that paranoia and part and that's part of the reason for the unemployment dojo you know a problem my mom always told me once you share a problem you you slice the problem into half you know
1: there you go. And I yeah. think I think what you're doing also with the dojo is you know you're helping people. Um, I think polish off their personal brand. You give
2: right, tips right,
1: and pointers on how right. to move forward um, and right. make something out of nothing.
2: Right out of nothing, you know, just like that. You know, like I was, I gave, I gave, uh, I gave a, a tip the other day about um, resumes. You know, right now, almost you know, with the internet resumes are almost becoming obsolete you know because now you're competing like you know i graduated when i was in college i finished and i went to to a career fair and this career fair was in north carolina um my background was in pharmaceutical science and i go out there to this career fair and there's like you know 500 people there's only five jobs you know and i'm hearing people in the line complaining about oh my goodness i've been working for 17 years for the same company this guy has a Ph.D., and he's not the only guy. There's a whole bunch of other people out there, you know, and we're all competing. There's a major there's major competition. Companies are, are cashing in on that. You know, they'll fire someone today and rehire and tomorrow for a lower fee, you know, and, you know, they're using all these strategies. Some companies now with, with the administration that's giving out money, is giving out money, I think, like, for every new employee you hire. I know out here in Seattle, Every new employee you hire for 25, you get like a bonus, a tax bonus of like $2,500. So companies are firing at people, you know, cutting them short, you know, or finding any reason to lay them off and then rehire them and, and, and get that credit, you know. So all kinds of tactics. And, and I think this is the time that, you know, you need to start being creative, not necessarily being the best or being the, the most powerful or whatever. I think the most important thing to do is just be different. That's how you get noticed. You know, um,
0: corporations, they were entrepreneurs. And that's right.
2: That's
0: exactly right. Well, Lee, we'd like to thank you for being here and sharing your expertise with us this evening. And as we start to wind down in the last minutes of the show, I'd like to ask you to give your contact information for your website and other contact information that you would have.
2: Uh, Okay, my name is Lee Karaoke, of course. Uh, uh, My my website is The Unemployment Dojo, T H E. UnemploymentDojo.com dojo, D-O-J-O dot com. and uh, dojo is just simply Japanese for training. You know, um, my uh, my email is you could you could email me at admin at a d m i n admin at the unemployment or l karaoke which is k a r l k a r i u k i at gmail Either one of those, you're gonna get a hold of me somehow.
4: Okay, I'm also you.
2: on Facebook. Yeah, I'm also. You could get me on Facebook. Uh, the Unemployment Dojo. You know, uh, I have a fan page out there.
0: Okay. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. You've been listening to Sisters in Spirit, and our discussion has been on uh, creating your business and your brand. And you've been here with Sky, Raisa, our co-host, and our sis- associate Melrose. Uh, ladies, would you like to end with a closing quote or a closing comment as we wind down this evening? Um, I, the only thing that I would
1: say is that in, this, in these difficult times, um, this is when our people have always made the most out of situations. So do not be discouraged um, or dismayed to just keep fostering the spirit of entrepreneurship um, now and forever.
0: Thank you, Mel Rose. Raisa, did you have some closing comments? Yes, I have a quote from Mark Twain, Mark
3: Twain and he said, Keep away from people who belittle your ambitions. Small people always do that, but they're really great, make you feel that you too can become great. Within that becoming great, you are able to establish your brand. That individual piece of you that you share with the world is your brand.
0: Thank you, Raisa. And we have
3: a person in the chat room who
0: said, your attitude will determine your altitude. That's true. That's very true. You've been listening to Sisters in Spirit, and you can contact us by email in the letter in spirit, at sistersinspirit.net. You can also join us on our blog, www.fluidmagazine.com forward slash blog. And um, you can also join us right here on Blog Talk Radio to see what our next topic will be. Thank you, everyone for joining us this evening we'd like to thank our listeners and we'd like to um i'd like to end with a closing quote as well this one says a brand for a company is like a reputation for a person you earn reputation by trying to do the hard things well and that's what we need to try to do with our businesses do the hard things well you've been listening to sisters in spirit thank you for joining us And remember to infuse harmony into your everyday living.
3: Thank you for joining.
1: Thank you. Are we clear?